If you have a story you'd like to share with Big Town Improv to help inspire our improv, you can leave a message at anchor.fm slash bigtownimprov or email us at bigtownimprov at gmail.com. Listener, welcome to Big Town Improv. I am Josh Pilch. I'd usually be joined by my co-host, Jesse Moriarty. Uh, but this is a different kind of episode. Uh, uh, so this one's different, I say. Uh, wh- how does this normally go, you ask? Uh, well, I'm glad you did. Uh, see, this you you have per- tuned in perhaps for the first time to uh, Big Town Improv. Uh, this is an improvised podcast where uh, my co-host Jesse and I will tell uh, true stories out of character, and uh, from that we draw. Uh, inspiration to improvise a whole episode of uh, original comedy and uh, narrative and all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, we uh, have been on a break, uh, uh, much like Ross and Rachel. Um, actually, that's, uh, you know, that's up for debate, I guess. Uh, uh, not about us. We have been on a break. There's no there's no gray area there. Um, Ross and Rachel, though, you gotta watch the show, make your own decisions. That's what's fun about it, you know? Um, but that's not why I'm here. I'm not here to advertise the show Friends, uh, the mo- one of the most popular shows ever made that is not currently airing, uh, and hasn't been for some 20 years or so. Uh, no, no, no. We've been on a break a bit longer than I thought we would, but, uh, you know, them's, them's the shakes when you're producing your own podcast. Uh, uh, sometimes we disappear for a while, uh, but not anymore. Not anymore. Are we going to disappear? No, we are back is what I'm here to say. Uh, and, uh, we're back with what I'm calling season two of Big Town Improv. Yes, that's right. Season one is 50 episodes long. Uh, no one asked us to do it, but uh, we did it. A 50 episode season. Um, yeah, so in order to uh, sort of uh, hype up our new season, I, I put together this episode, uh, which is a little, uh, I, I, uh, which I'm calling. Uh, Big Town Favorites. So to break it down a little bit more, uh, on a typical episode, once we tell our stories, we'll usually do a montage of short scenes, like uh, like comedy sketches, basically. And then afterwards, we'll do one long, continuous story, like a radio play. But this is going to be our favorites uh, of the short sketches. So Jesse and I went through the past year 
uh, picked out a couple of our favorite scenes. I wish we could play them all. Uh, I wish, I wish I could take every single episode, all 50 of them and just cut them together into one long podcast episode. Cause they're all our favorites, but unfortunately we had to pick just a, just a handful that rose to the top. Uh, so, uh, yeah, did, was this, um, enough explanation for how a best of show works? Probably not. Let me go into a little more detail. Oh, shoot. I, I can see I'm running out of time. Uh, so I guess we better just jump right in. So, uh, what you're going to hear with each of these clips is, um, since our improv is inspired by our, uh, out of character storytelling. Uh, I've included some uh, clips of the story that's relevant to the, um, uh, the scene that, that we've chosen. So up first is from our 19th episode. Uh, that episode is called relatable fancy clothes and murder at the Renaissance fair. Uh, but we're at this moment, a little more interested in the uh, relatable fancy clothes part. Uh, this is, uh, this is a, a good, uh, quintessential big town scene, I think. So you're going to hear first Jesse tell, uh, of <laughs> a story that I really enjoy, uh, about his childhood, uh, winning an award. And then, uh, you'll hear it go to a scene. So here's that now. Yeah, I won an art an arts award once when I was uh, yeah. was in second grade, and um, uh, it was it was a mixed media painting thing, and I won an award, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, um, all right, I have to go there in my I dressed as an artist because I'm winning an award for arts, <laughs> and and my parents were like, all right, well, how does how does an artist dress? And so I put I, I had this I had a white a three-piece suit and a um, and a straw hat, and I was like, Wait, "What?" Yes, yeah. Um, I was. I looked like a a skinny uh, eight-year-old Southern kingpin. Um, I'm curious how you arrived at the idea I'm that not that's sure what either. an artist yeah, like, looks like. Yeah, yeah. like uh, I, I think it was like. Well, I mean, this is an awards ceremony, right? So it's a it's a high end affair. I have to dress nice, but right. at the same time, like I have to establish myself as a down to earth man of the people. So uh, I assume it was some kind of uh, thinking like that. Hey, hey there, buddy! Wow, hey, thanks for meeting for meeting me for uh, lunch. I haven't seen it. It's been a while. It's been a while. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, but that's life, you know, busy, 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 busy. busy. Exactly. Exactly how I feel. Uh, What are you going to get? I I heard the the grilled cheese here was good. Oh, (laughs) yes. grilled. (laughs) Oh, you're serious. You're going to order that common plebeian food Uh, i'm sorry let me explain i as as you may know uh uh you know since moving out of our hometown uh i'm now a big deal uh business executive you could probably tell by the fancy suit i'm wearing uh well it it is does look nice Uh, and what's gonna compliment you on that 
Thank you. Yeah, feel free to. Um, it's a nice thing. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't sure what's been going on with you exactly. You know, I haven't seen you since the old days. So, uh, and I'm sorry I made fun of your order, but uh, I'll remember now because, as you can see, I have a baseball cap. There we uh, go. And now you strange. can see. Yeah. If I look at you from the neck down, I'd say you're some kind of out-of-touch corporate bigwig. But mm -hmm. but if I look at you from the neck up, my inclination is that you're just a uh, regular old Joe, uh, salt of the earth like me. Exactly, exactly. Uh, uh, good. I'm glad that's that's working. I don't, you know, I don't want to lose the truth of who I am, which is a uh, no, of course. Oh, here comes here comes the waiter. Yeah. Well, what can I? Oh, uh, sorry, sir. Oh, hey, no, I know you. You were in high school together with me, but now let my gaze drift slightly down. Oh, sir, um, I'm sorry. I, I, I uh, uh, what can I? What can we serve you today, sir? Um, uh, I will have the duck l'orange, and uh, my friend here uh, will be having the grilled cheese. Uh, Very good, sir. It's an interesting good. restaurant. And to drink? Uh, gosh, hey, you should uh, remember when we used to get together uh, in the old days and drink uh, ginger ale? Uh, um, yeah, I've tried to put that out of my memory. Uh, God, ugh, the idea of drinking ginger ale. Oh, right, the baseball cap. Uh, yeah, go ahead and order that. But so that I don't confuse the waiter, I'll uh, duck down low in the in my <laughs> seat so he can only see uh, the top of me. <laughs> well, what can I get for you there? <laughs> uh, uh, two ginger ales, please. Mmm, that sounds mighty fine on a day like this. Hey, it's good to see you in town again. Yeah, good to see you too. Oh, my back is hurting. I <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry, sir. Um, right away with the two champagnes, wasn't it? Uh, uh, do do both, yeah, please. <laughs> well, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't remember the people from the old town being so good at uh, switching uh, personas that way. Well, you know, since we are having lunch, I, I did want to uh, make a small confession to you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you remember how... Um, Last time we talked, uh, I was telling you how I was trying to get into coding. Yeah. Um, well, I yeah. finally, I finally finished my uh, my app uh, for for corn huskers, um, and it's really exploded. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Ted. You designed corn huskers. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so I like to go about my overalls here, as you can see, yeah. so that so that everyone doesn't think of me as a you know out of touch uh, big guy. But I do have my silk top hat here, and uh, <laughs> oh. put it on. <laughs> put it on oh. there. So, Ted. Yeah. First of all, congratulations on Cornhuskers, the number one app in the, in the world right now. Thank you. Yes, really, really shaves a lot of time off husking. Yeah, but perhaps we should have coordinated because now you have a fancy head and a and a. Uh, a down-to-earth body, whereas I have a fancy body and a down-to-earth head. I'm worried that we're going to hurt the waiter. 
<laughs> oh, I didn't think of that. Good po- oh, here he comes again with our drinks. Uh, okay. uh, here we are, sir. Um, I've got a, a, a pair of champagne and a pair of... Uh, 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 for you, the champ... No, the ginger ale. Oh, no, the... Yeah. Oh, God, he twisted himself in half. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, oh. oh, no, I think here comes the uh, owner of the restaurant. Hey, what's all? What's going on here? Uh, I, I'm so sorry. Um, I think your waiter is, has been hurt. Uh, my friend Listen I, up, buddy. I don't like people who make a ruckus in my restaurant, so let me poke you in the... What? Oh, uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, of course, the meal is complimentary. Um, but your uh, friend here, I'm going to poke him in the chest, and then I'm going to say, maybe you... Oh, oh uh, dear. Um, what I mean to say is... Um, we apologize for the lack of quality service. Look, Mr. Restaurant Owner, I'm standing up and looking at you in in the eye. Uh, uh, I don't appreciate this kind of treatment, okay? It wasn't our fault. I'm I'm just trying to meet with my old friend. It wasn't our fault that, that uh, something like this happened. Uh, it makes me want to look down and spit on your sneakers that you're wearing. And then as I move my eye line back up and I see you're wearing a cummerbund in the middle of your body that's right yes you see um i own this small mom and pop restaurant but i've actually franchised it into a enormous worldwide chain of restaurants but then i also own a second mom and pop business here so i tried to stagger so I, right. i've got normal normal uh Rural, uh, recognizable legs, but a very fancy waist. <laughs> right. But then back to, uh, uh, right, right. Well, I, I'm sorry to, uh, I don't quite know how to talk to you. Oh, oh good news. It looks like the waiter's getting up. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, guys. I, 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 I'm, I'm all right. Uh, sir, I, that was my fault. I didn't intend to. Let me just. Great, stand back and oh, uh, boss! Uh, 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 look, don't, I, I can't lose this job. It's the only thing. I, oh, oh, Phil, uh, look, it was just a misunderstanding. Maybe I'll clock out early, huh? <laughs> okay, I think he's okay. <laughs> all right, maybe we should all just just kind of uh, yeah, take our hats just, off or something and uh, <laughs> slide out. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was good to see you again, though. Uh, yeah, you, you too. <laughs> it's nice to this way. Yeah, I wish I could have actually had that grilled cheese <laughs> So that's how it's done. Uh, cool, very good. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, here in Big Town, it isn't always just me and Jesse. Uh, no, sometimes we get guests. Uh, and never is that more true than in this next clip. Um, that's a bit, that's not really accurate. It's as true as any other clip that features a guest, which a number of these do. So, uh, that wasn't quite right of me to say, uh, this clip is from episode 45 house meeting in the sinister office of Dr. Boudoir. Uh, this, uh, so this is a more recent episode. Um, 
And what I like about this episode is it features two of my oldest and dearest friends, uh, Newt Warner and Steve Gallant, uh, two people that I uh, met in college, much like how I met Jesse in college. Steve and Newt, though, uh, are uh, friends that I made uh, freshman year of college and um, uh, went on to spend... uh, and an unreasonable amount of time <laughs> with uh, uh, Steve. Uh, Steve and I eventually were roommates, and Newt uh, would always live next door to us. Uh, and uh, yeah, we spent a lot of time together. We're still good friends, and it was a real delight to be able to uh, tell stories and improvise with them. Uh, so yeah, this next, uh, you're about to hear Steve tell a little story from our art school days, uh, and then inspires a little scene. We, uh, we had a a life drawing thing coming up and we had to make some paper look old. Oh, yes. Um, Yes. This is a, this is a classic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, the way that you make paper look old is you tea stain it. Uh, and this was pretty big paper, mm-hmm. and uh, and so we needed a, a lot of tea, and the the way that I guess we decided uh, to to tea stain a large amount of paper was to steal as much tea as we could from the cafeteria, <laughs> fill your bathtub about a quarter of the way, and just throw a handful of tea bags in there and hope that it made tea strong enough to stain this paper. It didn't. <laughs> And yes, and I had a different roommate at that time, and I remember <laughs> it wasn't working, but we didn't want to give up, so we left the paper in the tub with the tea, but but we decided to leave a note for my roommate that was basically just like, the bathtub is full of tea, sorry! Hey, yay, hey, yay, gentlemen, welcome! Um, as you know, as you all know, we are here to protest. I always want to get louder when you call for quiet. (laughs) It's fine. Now listen, you all know why we're here. Uh, The British government has placed a massive tax on teas. So, under cover of night, we shall sneak aboard this uh, vessel and dump all the tea into the Boston Harbor, where I will finally be able to complete my art project and dunk my massive piece of paper into the water and stain it. Um, sorry, um, uh, uh, yes, Mr. Madison, uh, what is Adams? it? Adams. Sorry, what'd you call me? Madison, what is it? Uh, yes, Adams. Uh, sorry, I thought this was sort of a representational um, uh, uh, you know act of uh, defiance that we throw their uh, their uh, um, chief uh, import uh, into the harbor so that uh, they they can't have it and they can't tax us. Absolutely yes definitely but also this is uh, an assignment that's worth 30% of my grade in life drawing so I really 30% (laughs) need to get it done Uh, Sorry is this really the time for life drawing? I I mean um, we are speaking of revolution Yes and um well, I mean, since we're all here, perhaps you could give me some constructive criticism on this picture. Um, as you well, can... No, I don't think we have time for anything <laughs> like that. Uh, we are talking about uh, drafting a constitution for a new country. I, uh, 
Wait, why why are you raising your hand, uh, John Hancock? I, I just, I want to go back over uh, 30%, correct? Yes, 30% of the entire grade. <laughs> Wow. See, yeah, uh, I didn't. I wasn't aware that it was that uh, that much. I'm gonna need to dunk my paper in the in the harbor yeah, too. There you go. Wait, Same. what? Is everyone taking this class? Well, I, I was gonna, you know, because there's a lot going on right now. I was gonna kind of, you know, blow this off uh, a little bit. I was gonna turn something in, but I I didn't realize it was thirty percent of the whole thing. That can bump me down, you know, to to a D. This is an important elective. If I may, gentlemen. Um. Oh, great. Uh, it's Ben Franklin. That's right. It's me, old Ben Franklin. And uh, I just want to say... Put that, that cake down. I, <laughs> all right, I will. <laughs> but it's impressive I got it in the air from here. I just wanted to say that the tyrant King George is... Uh, being left unawares at the moment. But more so, I wanted to say that the... um. Foreshortening on your drawing is very strong, but perhaps you could uh, find a bit more contrast if you uh, use some chiaroscuro shading. Oh, that's a good note. Thank you, Franklin. Okay. What? No, 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 no. This is not what we're doing. Um, we're talking. Very productive. It's not productive. <sighs> Gentlemen. Gentlemen, I come with news. Paul Revere. Why is it always right. you who brings the news? <laughs> I've got the longest legs. <laughs> you should ride a Listen. horse. It's, okay. No, I, 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 you know. Anyway, I've got word. The professor has bumped the deadline two days earlier for the big assignment. I can't do that. We've got to move quickly if we want to stain our papers in time to get this assignment finished. Agreed. Uh, what... <laughs> No, look, we should move quickly, but not for our silly drawing assignments. We we need to make a statement. Excuse me, have you heard that it's worth uh, 30% of yes, the grade? Yes, I've heard that. It's all I've heard. <laughs> look, okay, uh, Madison, we all helped out you when uh, you needed uh, uh, help, you know, making... Make, uh, Finding a way to prevent that egg from cracking when you threw it off a building, we were we all took our weekend off well, to, help, to help you out with that. All right, but that was you know that was a difficult science uh, project, you know. I, and it was only worth fifteen percent. Fifteen, which I uh, which uh, correct me if I am wrong. Is that not half of thirty? Not as much. It's not as high. <laughs> no, I, I suppose that's true. Oh. All right, fine. We can, we can do this, and you can tea stain your uh, your uh, uh, projects. But let's do this swiftly. Uh, ready, gentlemen? Ready. To the harbor. Ready. Wait, why? Well, we should have started the meeting at the harbor, but fine. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> oh, okay. There's the there's the <clears throat> British soldier. Let's bluff our way past. <clears throat> <clears throat> Hello. Just... <laughs> yes, hello. Uh, we're just uh, coming by. Uh... Yeah. Coming by? Yes. On Onto oh. the boat. Onto the boat uh, at night. But... At night, yeah. A routine. Perfectly Wait a minute. above board. I recognize you. Aren't, oh? <laughs> aren't you in Mrs. Hannigan's life drawing class? 
Wait, what? <laughs> oh, yes, I am actually. Oh, listen, <laughs> we uh, we we need to stain our papers. So we were gonna dump the tea into the harbor. You want in on this? Uh, I don't know. I've been told um, tea going into the harbor was a big no-no. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's going to cost the British government millions of dollars of income. But it's 30% of our grade. Tom, 30%? I, uh, yes, I got 30%? It. I got it, Hancock. 30%, yes. 30%? Yes, and the deadline has been pumped up by two days. We just got the email. <laughs> oh, this is... This is, uh... See, there's, uh... Like... This is a, you know, this is a pretty cushy job that I landed as a college student. No, <laughs> Being agreed. a guard and all for all this tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say, fellow redcoat, is that uh, John Adams from our live drawing class? <laughs> it is. <laughs> this is a very interesting night. <laughs> oh no, we better, I think we better let, let him on the boat. We, we need this. It's for 30% of our grade. It is 30%. Uh, it's a lot of the grade. Okay. Wait, what, what's this? All the red coats are joining us? <laughs> well, yes, it's 30% of the grade. I know it's 30% of the grade. Listen, let's let's come to a compromise. Maybe we could do, like, like half the tea. Maybe they won't notice if it's, like, half. Okay, I, I see where you're coming from here. But on the other hand, is that going to be enough to stain all our papers? Everybody brought... Yeah, we got a lot of paper yeah. here. It's a big harbor. <laughs> I mean, I it, do happen to have all of my paper, too. And it's pretty weighty. It's like pounds of paper that yeah, we have no, to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's that nice vellum. Yeah. Um, I, I, that, I'm just concerned that we'll only get, like, a light browning rather than, like, the real uh, staining that we want. This is... And he's look old. This is absurd. We are trying to declare our independence from from the Redcoats, from the British. Uh, uh, don't, don't tell him that. That's the regard of the... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, we're, we're trying to we're trying to talk our way through. You're compromising the whole thing. You're compromising the whole thing. Oh, look! I'm trying to fight for independence and also get thirty percent of my grade. Is that so wrong? Hey, I, I want to join in on all this. I will be happy with what? a B or above on this one. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be great. If, if if we're all talking about what we're worried about, like I want to keep my job, you know. Like, I get that. That's... I want to pass the class and keep the job. Pre- but if there's precisely. no more tea on the boat, then I think I won't have a job anymore. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing: they look at your grades, don't they? If you fail this project, you're not going to have a job either way. They, they don't. At least this way, no, they might not notice. The, the, your employers don't ever look at your grades. Trust me. I I don't know. That, I've but, heard that they do. Uh, yeah, I've also heard that they do. Would you? Besides, would you stop? besides this, this you, if this assignment comes out good, you can put it in your portfolio. Hmm? <laughs> That's right. For what? And then you can get any job that you want. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Up next, we got a clip from episode five: Cockroach Man and the Tigers that are as fast as race cars. Uh, we had to include this one. We had to. Uh, it's episode five. It's a really early one. I think it's the one where Jesse and I really kind of figured out what we like to do and what we find funny. And <clears throat> I'm trying to not say find our voice because uh, that seems pretentious, but 
I think we really found our voice. Uh, <laughs> I really like this scene. We both talk about it a lot. And uh, here it is. Since that time, I've encountered other mice, you know, in, in the home where they're not supposed to be. Um, and, at, and in my opinion, at least mice acknowledge that they are not where they're supposed to be. Because if you, like, make eye contact, <laughs> right. they'll turn around and bolt. But a roach will stare. It will stay there and just like be like, "This is my house. You're in trespassing. I belong here." Uh, exactly. You have to like actively go after a roach to get him to uh, stop what he's doing. It's true. Um, also, uh, do you ever hear that you're not supposed to step on a roach because uh, eggs will come out? No. That's Don't worry, that's a complete urban legend, but it's I get told it all the time. Like, it's not true. Uh, I don't know where it came from. It sounds like it was a, it was invented by a roach. It by sounds a roach, like, yes. It sounds like... <laughs> no, like, you can't step on them. Uh, <laughs> you can't step on them. I don't know what to tell you. We'll, we'll spray eggs everywhere. Hey. <clears throat> Buddy. Yeah, yes? You talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you, the other roach here in this bathroom. Well, look, there are a lot of roaches. Um, I didn't know you might be talking to me. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking to you. Listen, I've been noticing uh, this uh, human. Yeah, yeah, but the huge, huge jerk, you know? He's uh, he's uh, trying to get rid of us, even though we've been here longer than he yeah. has. Yeah, yeah, this is New York City. Uh, uh, all these buildings are infested. It's literally impossible to get rid of them. To I get know, rid of like, I, I feel like we are, you know, an essential part of the infrastructure at this point. Exactly. And here's my point. The human, the human is getting brazen. He's acting like this, this apartment, this bathroom belongs to him and not us. Hey, we pay our share of the rent. That's right. We pay it in... Uh, in, in horror. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> in, in discomfort. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you can't put a price on that. Absolutely I not. I see this guy come in here using the toilet, using the shower, using the faucet. We need to prove to him that we roaches are the true owners of this bathroom. You know, it's worse than that. Did mm. you hear about what happened to uh, Colleen? No, what happened? Stepped on her. Oh, no. Stepped on her, just squished, completely flattened. Oh, Colleen, that's too bad to hear. What? So what, this human didn't see the article that we wrote by... Uh, each individually hopping on one of the keys of a keyboard. It uh, took a long time, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> took forever. <laughs> that saying that uh, the eggs would be splattered, uh, would be spread all over if you step on a roach. Which, I, of course, is an insane premise. Uh, what kind of animal <laughs> shoots out <laughs> its offspring that are inside of it <laughs> when it gets crushed? You know, obviously, yes, uh, we. We were being playing a little fast and loose with the truth there, but apparently he looked up on Snopes and found out that wasn't true. Ah, uh, Snopes. You know who writes on Snopes? It's, uh... Yeah? It's bees. 
bees ramming into keyboards. Damn it, bees! I hate bees. Yeah, they think they think they're so great because uh, the, the human life depends on them, and if they disappeared, you know, it would be a complete collapse of the ecosystem. Right, unlike us roaches, where if we disappeared, uh, people would be more comfortable and no other change. It's pretty much true. <laughs> uh, I don't think that we. I don't think it's not like we. I don't think we take out other kinds of pests. Mm. I don't think we do either. Uh, yeah, I think we just like places that are wet. Yeah, we're freaks. <laughs> anyway, but look here. But this is our apartment, and That's more right. than that, more than that, it's our building. It's our city, and damn it, it's it's our country too. And and you're absolutely right about that. And I think what we need to do, Frank, is we gotta prove it to these humans. We gotta start using the stuff in here before they can. Carl, you're talking like you got a you got some kind of big plan in mind. That's right. I <laughs> I do have a big plan. I'm gonna shit in the toilet. What? But, but the toilet the, is very smooth. It's difficult for us to cling to it. That's a, that's just the chance I'm gonna have to take. But Carl, what if you fall in the toilet and you're you're like paddling helplessly, and then one of the humans looks inside and they just freak the holy hell out? No, freak freak out. They'll just see that what I was trying to do and then they'll give up the apartment back to us. They'll probably drop the lease into the toilet. Uh, I see. Alright, alright. Let me think. What can I do? What can I do? Okay. I know. I know. I'll uh... I'm gonna go uh, into the fridge and uh, eat the Easter ham. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that sounds great. Uh... You know, if you get a couple of these other guys around here, maybe you could all uh, lift it up and uh, make it look funny like it's walking across the floor by itself. And, uh, yeah, human... yeah that'd, be, that'd be pretty wacky, you know? And then, like, the human would, would take it away from us, but we wouldn't immediately realize that we weren't carrying it any, anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, wacky. All right. Okay, so all right, it's well, pretty clear. Yeah, let's let's get into position then. Uh, it's getting pretty late. Uh, it's and it's Saturday night. A human probably gonna come home drunk in a minute. Man, this guy needs to get his life together. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, he's, it, it's New York City. He's probably just at a party. No, 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 no. He, he, comes, <laughs> he has a problem. You're right. I was being nice. <laughs> he comes home drunk a lot, Carl. <laughs> in fact, help me, help me. We're gonna drag this this. 12 steps pamphlet and put it on his, uh, on his uh, mantle. All right, let's do that. There we go. All right. Maybe that'll help. Uh, but, Gosh. Uh, Are we starting to, to feel sympathetic to the human after all? Well, I mean, the, I mean, he does leave a lot of crumbs and things lying around. Yeah. He does, you know, he, leave on like a a single obnoxiously bright light bulb uh, that uh, uh, yeah I don't care for that but uh, you know what here's what I'm thinking let's continue with our, our stated plans but when I get in the toilet uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring along a, a list of phone numbers of close friends he uh, should reach out to more often yeah, yeah that's a good idea and you know when I when I eat the uh, Easter ham, 
Um, I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and also pour out the bottle of Jack into the, into the sink. Uh, uh, uh that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's see. Do you need a boost up there? Is it, uh, I think I got it. Uh, uh, horribly, as you know, we can fly. <laughs> I know. It's awful. It's disgusting. <laughs> you know what's it the worst so thing about bad. it? You know what's the worst thing about it is that we don't do it often. We like keep right. it under the vest, you know? Right. It makes it makes you think like, can they fly? I think they can, but And then just it's ten times worse when we actually do. When we actually oh. whip it out. Right. All right, I'm gonna go It's like an anime secret oh. technique. <laughs> Wait a minute, did you hear that latch? I think I, I think the human's coming home. Quick places, quickly. Uh, how dry I am! Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows! Oh boy! Long night of drinking irresponsibly. <laughs> uh, let me just put my keys here on the mantle. What's this? 12 step program. Uh, it seems to be. Covered with uh, small bites. <laughs> I'll look at that later. I need to take a whiz. That's how I talk, because <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> Alright, zip. Oh, 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 what's this? <laughs> it's uh, a roach and uh, a list of friends and family I don't talk to enough. <laughs> God, what a, what a rough night. You know what? I'm just going to eat the Easter ham right now. <laughs> All right. Hey, where is it? Oh, what's this? Come on, we're almost there. Come on, come on. This way. Oh, it's walking across the floor. All right. <laughs> Hold on. Come here a minute. Uh, there we go. I got it. Uh, whoa, what? It's a... <laughs> it's a bunch of roaches was carrying it. Oh, man. All this crazy stuff I'm seeing makes me want to dramatically dump out my bottle of booze I have by the... Wait a minute. Someone already did it. <laughs> I don't know if this is working. Uh, everybody, everybody. Yeah, he's not getting the message. All right, okay, everybody, coalesce into a vaguely humanoid form. Good idea. <laughs> oh, I forgot that I could fly. Hello. <laughs> we are the roaches who inhabit your apartment. We speak with the voice of the Legion. Uh, uh. What do you want from me? Tyler, you have a drinking problem and we're concerned. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Tyler, you, you, your family and friends love you and they're worried about you and you're shutting them out of your life. Addiction is a disease and you can't get help. We're a mass of cockroaches hovering in the shape of a man. We're here to help you!
You know, sometimes uh, people listening to this show will tell me, uh, hey, what if you didn't uh, break character and laugh all the time? <laughs> and I suppose they have a point uh, with me in particular. Um, but uh, uh, I definitely could do it less. But the explanation mainly that I give is that we don't have a live audience. So, uh you know, we kind of we can't follow the temperature of the room other than we we have to kind of follow what we find fun. So I think it's I enjoy kind of dropping the character every now and then to sort of enjoy what's happening. Um, that being said, uh, th- there was no helping it either way when I realized that <laughs> for that scene to work, my character <laughs> needed to uh want to have the Easter ham that same night. Come on. That really it, it tickles your funny bone, right? All right. Uh, next up from episode 41. This is Lord Gromit, the time traveling drug addicted art critic. Uh, that's the title. Uh, more importantly, this episode features uh, two uh, other of our friends, uh, Dorothy Culp Serrano and Carlos Serrano an actual married couple. Um, This was a different kind of episode where we ended up kind of going in in depth, talking with our friends about like their history together and as a couple and, and all that. And uh, we did a lot more, a lot more conversation, a lot more short scenes. And uh, we got a lot of really nice feedback on this episode. I think it's one of our most popular episodes. Uh, And so, yeah, here's a scene from that. You'll hear uh, starting with a story from Dorothy. Do you like remember like what was the moment when you like decided like, oh, I, I, we should be dating. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. It's hard for me because there were so many moments. I I had a, we both had pretty good crushes on each other throughout Mm -hmm. high school. Um, Mine went kind of back and forth because I had one or two minor crushes on one or two other people, but of course I, I don't know. I think I think um, talking about just Naruto that first that first time, and uh, also I asked you for advice about Jeff because I had sort That's of a right, question yeah. about Jeff, and Ooh. you were just so like sweet about it, and you were so like, oh, you're so great, you're so cute, he'll love you, you should definitely you know <laughs> just tell him. That's and, so nice. Oh, and you wrote that story, and I think you wrote it for Elise. I think Somebody. you may not have written it for her, but I think you wrote it with her in mind. Elise was his one of his girlfriends in high school. I think he actually dated more than I did. And um, <laughs> he it was this really romantic, like little one shot about a couple and their first time and stuff. And I got to beta read it. And I remember just being so jealous of it's whoever technical he, term. Yeah. Whoever he gave this to. And I remember just being like. I remember seeing you with Elise and being like, that's not right. (laughs) Oh, Brad. Uh, Can can I just say, you know, it's really great how you and I can give each other advice like this about our individual crushes and people that we like. Don't you think, Brad? I am in total agreement, Barfella. I think that 
<laughs> that uh, having someone who I can use as a sounding board about my various crushes uh, is, is an extremely helpful thing uh, in terms of uh, relationship advice. Um, for example, um, recently uh, I have uh, developed a new crush on the lady oh. with the Cold Stone Creamery. Fucking Tiffany, yeah, she's nice. You should go she's for it. You think so? Yeah. Because uh, I think she might be slightly out of my league have, uh, since she works at the Cold Stone, you know. No, Brad, Brad, she's not out of your league. You're, you're just, you're so just wonderful and charming and nice. Your eyes are like beautiful blue pools and. Tiffany would have to be a fucking moron not to notice that. Anybody yes. would be a fucking moron not to notice what a beautiful, perfect specimen you are, Brad. Oh, yes, yes, I suppose you're right. Well, here we are walking past the cold stone now. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's stop inside. When did we turn this way? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just open the door and uh, enter into the establishment. Oh, we're going in! Fine! <laughs> Welcome to Coldstone. How can I help you guys today? Hello, Tiffany. You remember Barfella, of course. Barfella! Uh, Hi! Yeah! I think I saw you over at that uh, Shipley's the other day, getting those donuts. Nope. You got a lot of them. They were really... I mean, you know, no offense, though. Like, you load up on that chocolate, girl. I get it. I I had, like, a spoonful of it earlier of chocolate ice cream, and I'm... Oh, my God. I don't don't think that was me. I don't think that was me. (laughs) Are you but, sure? But, but Barfella, you uh, often have texted me late at night telling me of your love of chocolate. And uh, oh, I, I have thought, reciprocated. I thought that would have been private. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cute that you guys do that. I love that. Isn't it? I it's kind of like a thing you. between the two it, of us. It like, is. We just like, have so many things together. Isn't that true, Brad? <laughs> It is very true. Um, it's extremely true, and I and I'm very grateful to have Barfella in my life. But I have a confession to make. I did not come into the. Oh, conf- you're gonna do this in front of me. Fun. <laughs> well, um, Bar- I didn't come into the Cold Stone today out of a desire for ice cream. Um, oh, it's not for you, is it? You're doing this for Barfella. No, no, You're getting her no, no, ice no. cream. We can do a special for you. I, you know, we're doing a couple special right now. That if you get one, oh, you my. get the other oh, half off, and you get some free heart-shaped <laughs> cookies with that. We just partnered with a lovely bakery that's down the street, and you get free ones with this. Um, and then we send you a little jingle. Oh. Obviously, I can totally do that, or you know, Marge back there can do that if you want. I mean, I get it. I don't, you know. No, it's whatever. I don't. It, I don't mind. If we you got a couple, Tiffany. Yeah, Marge, we got a couple. It's Barfella and, oh, Br- and no. Brad. Brad. It's Brad and Barfella. I told oh, you Tiffany. about them. Aren't they cute? You've, uh, you've made an amusing misinterpretation of the situation, um, well, which I'll be only too happy to clarify for you. We don't have uh, to. We could get. We can get free. We can get free baked goods from this. Please excuse me and Barfella for a moment as we duck behind this sign. Um, or fellow, what, 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 what do you do? Hide. Do they know we're here? <laughs> <laughs> I, why, what are you doing, Barfella? Uh, oh, 
I don't know. I just mean she made a mistake. I mean, I guess it's an easy mistake to make. Maybe we seem like a couple. And so, like, why not right. just reap the benefits and then, like, maybe think about why we seem that way. And sort no, of no, no, no. Marfella, you know. You know I am always willing to participate in harmless scams to get free uh, ice cream. Um, Wait, or, is that what's happening here? Quiet, you can't hear us. Are from you baiting me? <laughs> Are you baiting me so that you can get free cookies? Is that what it is? Did, did Deborah tell done. you about this? She told you that I needed to meet my quota for today, so she was going to have you come over here and get these cookies. I can sell these by myself. Thank you very much, Deborah. You see what you've done, Marfella? You've you've caused in in your efforts to to help me get a relationship with Tiffany. You've driven a wedge between us. A wedge, oh, Tiffany. Darn! What a mistake I made. Oh well, guess we'll have to just keep walking on out of the cold stone. Just you. No, and no, together. you. Huh? You should step out from behind this sign and and uh, tell Tiffany the truth. You're gonna make me do that. I, I mean, I'm not going to make you. I have no actual power to, <laughs> to make you do anything. So are but... you going to get some ice cream or what? Because, like, I can't Patience, give you the deal. Tiffany. <laughs> Patience. And I don't want to give you this advice, but you should not talk to her that way if you want to date her. Marcella, I think your boyfriend is, like, a little controlling. Do you want to talk? Do you want to, like, come back yeah. here? The boss is, like, never here. Do we don't even see the boss. join her behind it's... the ice cream counter. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to come right back here. If you're having some problems, girl, you can come back here. Marge is back here. We can yeah. get, we have plenty of ice cream. That Marge! Bartholomew needs some important... ice cream! Oh. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Is that Marge uh, John Smith back there? It is. Oh, my little friend who follows me around. I always think of her as just a close friend and nothing else. Hi, Marge. How are you? I'm fine, I guess. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. Uh, Marge was just telling me the funniest story about you, Barfella. Marge, tell her. Tell her. We were just were talking, talking about, about you. Me, Marge? Perhaps I we don't... should refocus this on to me. Brad, now, Brad, do not the... make me do not make me call the mall security guard over here, okay? Because me and Dale get along really well, and I do not mind cashing in the favors he owes me, okay? You so think... do not make a scene. Don't throw me out of this cold stone again, Tiffany. I've ha I've had enough of it. I, I'm a paying customer, and I deserve to be able to treat the employees in whatever manner I see fit. Well, are you going to buy the right. cream? Yeah, you tell him, Marge. <laughs> Tiffany, were you calling for me? I heard uh, my name come out of your voice, and my heart went to flutter uh, because we're friends. Oh, uh, it's Dale. Dale, the eight-foot mall here. security guard. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm eight feet tall. <laughs> Dale, uh, could you bend down just a little bit? I can barely see you up there. Okay. Dale, this. <laughs> Why does he make a creaking noise? This Why did dude that is harassing a lovely customer of ours who just wants to get some ice cream and talk. And he had the nerve to talk back to us when we told him to calm down. He is making us very uncomfortable. And I have told him that if he does not stop in these ridiculous harassment actions that I am going to have him removed. Do you oh. think you could talk to him? And he doesn't appreciate a good woman. He doesn't. <laughs> That's Just not a lot illegal. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hold on, hold on, Brad. I I know you from school. Uh, yes, yes, it's a small town, and we all know each other, Dale. <laughs> uh, why why do you keep coming in here and talking to Tiff to Tiffany like this? Because well, can I level with you man to man, Dale? All right, sure. What? <laughs> Uh, the truth is, I have a bit of a crush on Tiffany, and my dear friend Barfella uh, advised oh, me. Oh, you have a crush on Tiffany. Okay, that's nice. <laughs> now, um, I'm just. I'm, here. Now remember that if you were to use your position as security guard to <laughs> to uh, remove me from the premises for uh, ulterior motives, that would be unethical, Dale. Yeah, that'd be the wrong thing to do. I wouldn't want to do something like that. Oh my god, Dale, I forgot. I've got new pictures of my kittens that I meant to show you. So while you're here, look here. Sparky, isn't she cute? There are other things going on. And there's (laughs) no. Dale, you should just come around behind the counter. You know, you know that I'm Well, all right, here I come. Well, that's it. That's it. That's it. I'm buying ice cream, and you now you have to you have to listen. I'm getting the the mint chocolate chip, uh, and oh, uh, oh, it's me, chocolate ice cream. You wanna get mint chocolate chip? Oh, how nice for you. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we've been really trying to deal with that, but you know she's just really heartbroken for the fact no, wait, that wait, mint chocolate wait. chip is yeah. summer. So mint chocolate chip is really popular right now. No, no, no. I, I need to take a minute here. Dale is, a, Dale is eight feet tall, which is unusual, but not exactly outside the realm of possibility. However, and everything else that has occurred has been whimsical, but not impossible. However, I've just been spoken to by this chocolate chip, and I am reevaluating my entire understanding of reality right now. I would like well, to know. Well, that kind of sounds like a personal problem, Brad. I think that you should see someone about that, and that's not me. So if you're not going to get some of this ice cream, you can go. Does the mint chocolate chip also talk? <laughs> I don't know. Let's ask it. I'm not interested in you. Next up, episode 32 The Godfather of Hell's Kitchen and the Ace Reporter's Scorpion Sting. Um, this one features another friend from college, as they all are, Kevin Finer. Kevin shared with us a story about a job he had working at a dog groomer. The owners, it was, it was co-owned by two gentlemen who, um, they were, I guess, originally in their business partnership, they were romantic partners as well as business partners. But oh. when I got hired, they were no they were no longer romantic partners. Oh, no. so but they were still in business they together. They still owned the together. business together. It actually took yeah. me about a month or two to really figure that out, which was kind of funny because, like, basically, the one guy was always in the mornings and the other guy always was right. in the nights, and I covered the shift in between their crossover. Oh, <laughs> Thus, they would never have to see each other. Thank you for coming into the interview uh, on such uh, short notice. We, oh, yeah, we, yeah. Thank you so much for calling me in. This is a big opportunity for me. I, I'm happy to meet with you. 
Oh, good, good. Yeah, so you have a lot of uh, of uh, graphic design experience. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah, I see that on your um, on your resume here. Now, um, now, how much experience do you have in mediating uh, people who are at the very end of their relationships? Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Come again. Uh, um, uh, you know, I see here uh, you're proficient in Photoshop, Illustrator, mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, how do you think you do, um, you know, uh, uh, dealing with two people who, well, frankly, no longer can stand the sight of each other and really need that buffer? Uh, uh, I mean... I, I don't really see how this is relevant at all, but, you know, I, I am a child of divorce. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> um, yeah, um, let's, I, I, I guess I should be upfront here. Um, I opened this company with my romantic partner, and uh, we are uh, working through a separation right now. Um, Oh, but we I'm still sorry to hear. We still have to work together, but uh, we were hoping that uh, whoever we hire can sort of act as uh, that's that kind of a buffer between us uh, uh, as we get our work done. Well, I mean, how exactly would that be a buffer? What would the responsibilities be? I, I mean, it, it, it's not not a lot, really. <sighs> Come in. Get out of my office! It's, uh... I'm interviewing the new prospective employee. It's four o'clock, and that means <sighs> I'm running the business, and you're just uh, a civilian. Okay, uh, oh! Should I go now? Should no, I... no, 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 this is what we want you for. You're hired, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Thanks. Uh, uh, I didn't agree well, to that. If he's still here and the interview is not over, then I'm finishing the interview. Okay. F- fuck me for thinking that you would want me to finish it so I could take one thing off your plate like you always complain I don't do. Uh, I, and look, this is these are sort of the kind of things that we would want you to sort of step in and like maybe make this go better. Because we are not handling this well, as you can see. If you could take stuff off my plate, it would be great if you could do it without fucking up. Listen, uh, if, if the job is still mine, I can, I can try to mediate. I can help you guys. I realize I I'm still done behind job. the door, but do you have any, like, uh, skills with uh, uh, client relations? Um, like, it, would you be able to talk a client down if they uh, over-budgeted? If they, uh, I mean, I never did anything like that before, but I could try. Okay, I, that's an honest answer, and I like to hear that. And could you possibly tell Andrew that he's a betrayer and a completely unreliable mama's boy? Fuck my cock, Brad. Um, Andrew, uh, Brad wants me to tell you that you're an unreliable mama's boy. Thank I you. heard him. Uh, let me look at the resume. Uh, Brian. <laughs> See, Sorry, what, wasn't this what I was hired to do? 
I know, but the the thing about being a mediator is that sometimes you're going to be the inadvertent, uh, uh, you know, third party target. Uh, we are we are extremely unhealthy in our in our breakup. Yes, this is extremely toxic. Yeah, the, the, the a lot of hostility will you know end up falling on you, and I want you to understand that that's not your fault. Um, yeah, it's no, just, it definitely. It's a reflection it. on us, is what it is. Really, uh, we're we're doing terrible. Um, now, okay. I did have. I was wondering, um, where do you see yourself in five years? Do, do you, you want to come in the office? <laughs> Not while you're still in there. Okay, I'm. St- I'm going to step out of the office. Okay. Go for another uh, drink. I bet that's what it is. Okay, if I want to have a drink or two at the end of my workday, or six I can do or that. seven, I'm an adult. Should I leave? No, Brian. No, no we need you. Again, this is this is the vital part of this job is is mediating these uh, two extremely uh, belligerent people who you know used who to be us. very happy together. Are you referring to yourself, sir? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. I, uh, he always does this. I, he, that's his way of, of acting like he's not the problem. Oh, so these people who are so uh, passive aggressive. <laughs> wow, Andrew. Wow. Wow, Brad. <laughs> At least I didn't post a vague book post about what, how my relationship was crumbling, as though I couldn't fucking see that because we're friends on Facebook. <laughs> You know what? Do you guys have any, like, Photoshop I could do, or...? <laughs> Actually, yes. Um, if you look, uh, yeah, here's, yeah. A, li- here's, here's really a quick behind. test for you. So, um, as you can see in this uh, photo, the photographer kind of overexposed it. How would you tackle that? Um, and, oh, uh, thanks! Yeah. Oh, yeah. thanks! <laughs> the photographer... Brad, I mean, Brian... <laughs> I'm sure you can guess who maybe the pho- photographer is. Yeah, like I don't want to guess. The photo is really bad. Like it's a badly taken photo, but obviously we can't take it again because the same photographer would probably just do worse. You know. So um, what? Well, I can you... adjust the levels and the contrast, and we can good. get that where it needs to be. I'm, I like what I'm hearing here. Um, now that let, is that is the right thing to do in this instance. Now let's talk. Let's talk about compensation. You, you, well, you can imagine. You, you, just from spending a few minutes between us, you can see why clients would not want to, uh, to, uh, to, to go to this company. So a lot of that is going to be on you. I realize your specialty is graphic design, but there is going to be a very significant customer relations aspect of this because you're going to have to fix a lot of the shit that Andrew breaks um, just in the course of his daily. Fuck you, Brad. Fuck you. Wow. 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 Uh, so when can you start? So I, I, I know I said I, I needed this job, but I don't know if that's true anymore. Yeah, no, I can't even blame you. I, I wouldn't. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we're, this is not a good environment. That makes a lot of sense. It, it, it shows. Well, thank you guys so much for understanding, and I, I hope everything works out with you two. Yeah, sure. I, I'm always very understanding of people's <laughs> issues. And sure. That. Fuck off! And next up, we got episode nine. And that episode is called Sexy Monopoly and the Invisible Boy. Uh, Another one of my 
early uh, favorites. Uh, I like this whole episode a lot. And in no small part due to the wonderful guest we had, uh, Hillary Weber, who who was our first uh, guest improviser uh, of the whole uh, uh, series. Um, I believe she commented on a post about the podcast and it made me think, Oh, cool. I don't have to feel awkward asking old friends to do this. Uh, and I'm so glad she agreed. Uh, this is a really fun episode. Uh, uh, Hillary tells us, tells us a, a good amount in that episode about her experience playing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Jesse, uh, is also a big D and D head. Uh, I'm a, I'm a fan, though I haven't played all that much. So uh, we're going to jump in now to Hillary uh, telling a story about her D&D group in college. So I had um, a pretty small D&D group in college and we had um, like the token slut. I don't know. Do you guys have this in your Whoa. D&D groups? You, you know, you have... <laughs> You have okay, no, now that I is, think of it, yeah. Uh, yeah, you have the character who turns everything into a sexual thing. Like, they, you know, when a ride on their skill chart becomes, like, a very sexual thing, and anytime they want to, um, like, talk to somebody, they're like, oh, I want to, like, convince them with my charisma, and then I want to fuck them right away. Um, so <laughs> hey, guys, uh, thanks for coming to my game night. This I'm is... pretty excited. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty stoked. Um yeah, I, 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 I was very pleased to receive the evite. Oh, um, good, good. I'm glad. Um, yeah, really nice. Yeah. So what are we, yeah, what are we going to? What are we going to play? Have you picked a? Have you picked a game for us? I have. I have. Um, well, you guys are going to groan, but I pulled out the old Monopoly board. Uh, uh, you were right. I predicted it. I, I predicted groaned. It. But listen, like I play Monopoly. I mean, the thing is, I I, I feel like. It gets a bad rap, but I feel like there's a lot of room for expression in this game. For uh, for example, guys, choose your tokens. Which which All one? Right. Are you I'm gonna be the little hat. Little hat, uh, Hillary. I'm uh, gonna be the dog, of course. Dog. Okay. You always um, do the dog every time. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's all right because that's that's her thing. Like she's. She's dog, and that's how we express ourselves. I am going to be the sexy thimble. Why is the thimble sexy? Well, this is kind of how I play Monopoly. I play Monopoly sexy. Uh. I do find money very attractive. Can you tell me? Yeah. That? See. No. Okay. No, okay. Roll it back a moment here, because. Um, <clears throat> all right. As far as I'm aware, the rules of Monopoly are pretty straightforward. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you, you can't, like, sexy the dice to give you a better roll, or you can't, uh, like, seduce the banker or anything. Yeah, but you no. can do some things to get out of jail free. <laughs> Hillary is on my side. I like All right, this. you know what? I'm going I'm to be the banker, okay? And, and I'm just... All right. I, I want you to know I'm not going to deal with any nonsense here, okay? All right. Um, so you... Uh, you roll first, Thimble. Okay, here I go. Uh, okay, you're passing. It. You pass go, so here's two hundred dollars. Wait, do you get two hundred dollars when you start on go? That's not important. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I've landed on on uh, Magnolia Avenue. Okay, do you want to buy it? Uh, why don't 
Did you tell me, big boy? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, hey, you want to get out of here? No, I, I'm running a bank. I'm, I'm a businessman. Just, you want on, to buy I'm this? trying to play the game. Yeah, I'll buy it. Okay, it's it's a uh, hundred and fifty. Okay, here's here you go. I guess it's okay, your turn 50, now. Fifty back. Okay. All right, give me the dice. All right, All right and and yeah, we'll see. We'll, let's see what her dog's personality is when when well, she rolls. It's gonna take me further than you. Okay. Oh look, I got uh, doubles. Does that mean anything? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, it controls how many spaces you go. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, All right. So, give me a okay, second here. Land, it takes me a while. You land. You're on the community chest. So you have to pick a, a community chest card here. Mm-hmm. You mean this chest? Is that is that what you're going for? Oh, she's unzipping. <laughs> okay, you're both doing sexy now, and I'm not. I'm yeah. not pre- entirely happy with that. Okay. Um, you said it was for the community. I, I, why yeah. would that be? Big I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna pick one for you. Okay, here, here it is. Um, okay. Okay. Can I stop? Josh, could you come write new community chest cards? I don't know. Why don't you read it? <laughs> Ah, fine. Um, this says you have successfully seduced Uncle Pennybags, and he is now your sugar daddy. Collect one hundred dollars. So I guess here's that. I this well, is sh- shouldn't we this is handwritten in Sharpie, by the way, with a very crude drawing of what you're doing to Uncle Pennybags. Yeah, oh, the visual aid is really helpful. Yeah, you're twir- twirling your finger on his big mustache. Yeah, that's not all that's happening in the picture, but that's all we're going to say about it. Um, okay, Jesse, right. your turn. Okay, I'm going to roll, and I'm just going to do whatever the dice tell me. Here we go. We've all done that. What? I, okay, go I go directly to jail, but I don't even... Uh, I'm not even upset about that. I'm just going to put the little top hat in the jail... And I'm not going to attempt to seduce my way out of prison. <laughs> oh, that's uh, okay. You're not going to be the one doing the seducing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable with the direction that this game of Monopoly has gone. Can I tell you guys I, that? Can I be honest with you, my, my friends? Y- yes, please. When I introduced the idea of sexy Monopoly, I did forget that there's a jail in it. <laughs> And as soon okay. as I remembered, it did make me nervous. <laughs> okay. Um, this is uh, this is this is this is a, a weird game night that you invited me to, and it's you you've somehow managed to make it worse than Sexy Candyland from last week. Oh come on! <laughs> Sexy Candyland was fun. There's not even characters or or, or distinct. Uh, no characters. What about sexy Queen Frostine? Uh, all right, look, it's your turn again, Josh. So just roll the dice. Okay, all right. And I've rolled, and here I go to uh, <laughs> Boardwalk. Okay, that's a you don't have enough money to buy that one. Okay? Yeah, I, I rolled a, like a forty. Uh, <laughs> 
I, I, can I tell you that I'm also upset about you putting new dice into this thing? Uh, adding dice that it, one of which just randomly has 40 dots on it. Uh, so, All right, Boardwalk, this is... Uh, you can't is, buy it, so there's nothing you can do on your turn, I guess, because you don't have enough money. Oh, I'm not oh. so sure about that. He doesn't have enough money? <clears throat> Oh, oh, Mr. Banker, thanks so much for finding my dog, wink, wink. <laughs> You're welcome. Did you notice anything interesting about my dog? Uh, why don't you tell me? <laughs> why don't you show him? Uh, <laughs> okay, you know Hillary, what? Hillary, be a sexy dog. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, wait, why? Okay, oh, look. Uh, here's, here's, I'm in prison, so here's what I'm gonna say. If you guys bust me out of jail, then I'll give you, I'll slip you the the, the deed for boardwalk. Hmm. That's right. I just turned your sexy monopoly into heist monopoly. Now you gotta break me out of jail. All right. Uh, all right. Sounds good. Uh, it worked in the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. 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 Uh, I've seen that. <laughs> okay, that's good. Okay. Uh, um uh uh hey Mr. Guard. Uh uh wanna see my dick? <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna roll and see what the guard says here. Uh okay, yes he does. Uh wow, that's never worked before. Yeah, uh, well, your, your dice, the dice you put in this thing have a lot of different uh, functions, apparently. Yeah. yeah, it landed on guard. Yes, I want to see your dick, which is weird. <laughs> Again, you put a lot of strange things on these dice. Um, okay, so the guard uh, accepts your dick as, as, as a nice one and lets you into the jail. Uh, <laughs> You're now you're now in the prison, um, but yeah, woof, you're still... woof. Okay. Oh, oh my! <laughs> Looks like my dog has. Uh... <laughs> What's your attention now? Okay. Uh, oh, here come the guards. They're uh, they're gonna arrest you for breaking into this prison. Um... <laughs> God, what a sexy dog! I don't see how that. <laughs> <laughs> what? And when Jesse, can, I, can I, ask, I ask you a question? Who's, okay. who's weird here? Hillary and I both are enjoying a game of sexy Monopoly. You're the only one who can't get behind it. Well, okay, but Hillary is the sexy dog because she picked the sexy, the, she picked the dog token. But you're uh, a you said it was sexy. Am I supposed to be picturing a thimble with a dick here? <laughs> is that what? Is that what's happening? Uh, well, yeah, you, you didn't see how I modified the token? Oh, God. All right. We had to end with this one. Uh, this is from episode 49, which is titled One Year of Big Town. We did a big one year celebration. Uh, I can't believe we actually put this out for a whole year and are diving in to do even more now. Uh, but uh, we did. And uh, I, I asked a bunch of people who had already been on if they'd uh, like to come back and all come on one single episode uh, for a big, stupid mess of uh 
<laughs> of fun improv ness So this episode features me and Jesse, of course, but it also features uh, uh, for the first time uh, on this best of, you'll be hearing Mimi Chu, John Dorsey and Jacob Giddens. Uh, and as well as the return of Hillary Weber and Steve Gallant. This scene, uh, you know, this is a real loosey-goosey episode, so I, uh, we, I won't be putting in any conversation before this. I'm not even sure what conversation inspired this exactly. Uh, it's just a simple premise of a, of a uh, busy store during the Christmas season. Uh, uh, Hillary initiates and the rest of us uh, just go nuts. Uh, and it was really fun. Oh, another day at the mega store. This is the worst part of the year. I hate the holiday rush. People are so needy. Excuse me, do you restart. have scented candles? <laughs> Excuse me, do you have candled scents? Uh, yes, we, we have scented candles and we have candid scents. Um, they're on aisles 10 and 11, respectively. Uh, are you looking for any particular scent, sir? Yeah, I want cedar. I want pine. No cedar. Pine. I want you to throw out all the cedar so I can get pine. Sorry, I'm just... It sounds as if you two have very differing needs and almost like your your needs of candles are completely opposite. Yeah, but we don't know each other, so it's fine. We'll just buy Yeah, I've never met this guy in my life. I was going to say, I'm just a trainee, but that's fine if you guys want different things. (laughs) Thank you for giving me the candle. I'm paying and leaving now. I want my attention. Boy, you're you're really great with the customers, I gotta say. Uh... <sighs> I try to keep patient, even though they get needier and needier every Christmas. I don't know what it is about the holidays, man. Well, surely they're not going to get increasingly needier with each uh, person who comes in. That's not possible. Excuse I would me. Think so, yeah. Excuse yes, me. Do sir, you all work here? Help you? Yeah. Do you all work here? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Um, I'm looking for a sense of purpose. Ooh. Sense of purpose. You guys have a oh. sense of purpose. That is. Um, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, Do you have a purpose of sense? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Again, sir, the scents are on aisle ten. Oh, thanks. Okay. <laughs> wow. Good. Oh yeah. Thank you so much. Purpose. Good job. Do we him. have that? Is that is that the new is that the new Apple product? I I, I oh I don't yeah. Please tell is. me that's the name of an item and not what I thought it was, which is an abstract idea. Oh no! I found it. It was it was on aisle ten. Yeah, it's right here. Thank okay. you so much for your help. So why did you ask? I just wanted to know if you had it. <laughs> of course we have it. It's in your. Ah, sorry, Excuse me. <sighs> Hello. Uh, I'm looking. I'm look- How can we help you, sir? Uh, I'm looking for a uh, stuffed animal that has the face of my deceased father. And uh, offers me a series of increasingly uh, enticing temptations that I must not take. Excuse me. Uh, I'm looking for a deceased father that has the face of a stuffed animal. <laughs> I'm going to have to look this one up in the computer. Okay, so I'll wait. I'm sorry, did you say you were looking for, for your, your deceased father with the face hey, of a deceased father. A deceased father. I would Excuse still like me. to know about my stuffed Can animal. Can you help me find a deceased animal with the face of a stuffed father? 
Okay, so we're looking Excuse for a me, stuffed excuse father me. with the face of a deceased Can animal. Can you help me Is find right? a scented candle? <laughs> the scented animals are on aisle 10, and the deceased fathers are on aisle 11. Are they pine-scented? I'm not sure you're going to be so happy with the scents on aisle 11, but you can try, but that's why we've got the candles. We've had so many requests for the stuffed animals and the deceased fathers and the stuffed fathers and the, you know, we just, we can't keep the candles in stock. Have you seen the aisle? Have you seen what a mess it is? <gasps> well, Look at that. you're not getting a good, you're not getting a good Yelp review from me. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go on uh, the big website. And uh, order one of them for cheaper than I could get it here. So there you go. Wait a minute, sir, sir. Are you saying the big website, sort of like how TV commercials have to say the big game when they're talking about the Super Bowl because it's yeah. copyright? Yeah. Why? Uh, I guess, okay, I, this is a little embarrassing, but I did forget the name of the website. <laughs> Oh my god, I got customers. I don't know how you deal with them. Excuse me, can you uh, raise my infant son to adulthood and then return him to me? Hi, I'm uh, infant son! There you go. He can talk, uh, but he, he's still very young. Oh, well look at him, isn't he cute? Thank you, I'll just leave him here. Okay, that's great. Welcome to day one of your training. Hi. Just follow me. Do you know how to yes, make a sir? deceased father? The other thing that was cool about that uh, episode is uh, Mimi Chu, who you heard at the very end there, uh, uh, is a friend of mine uh, from here in New York. They're a uh, really, really good animator. Uh, You may, uh, if you don't already know the name. Um, And that was the first time they ever did any kind of improv whatsoever uh, and uh, really killed it. That last line is uh, extremely funny to me. Um, uh, the other cool thing about that episode and all the others is just how much, uh, I got to talk and play with so many old friends. Yeah. Jesse and I feel really lucky to, uh, have this show and to get to do this, especially considering we were all locked down inside for, uh, the better part of over a year. Um, uh, we didn't know that was going to happen when we decided to make the podcast. Uh, you know, despite what people, some people suggest, we did not know the pandemic was going to happen. I, I, I can't stress that enough. Uh, <laughs> Big Town did not cause COVID. Uh, <laughs> is that fun to joke about? I don't know. So that's our first Big Town favorites. Uh, I'd like to put together a few more of these. Maybe we'll get some more out there uh, in the future. But yeah, starting next week, we got season two. We got all kinds of exciting things coming up with that. So yeah, follow Big Town Improv on any kind of social media. I'm usually most active on Instagram. As always, the music you heard on this episode was composed and performed by Steve Wilder Blumenthal of wilderbluemusic.com, an old friend of mine who I'm still uh, so glad I got to work with and uh, get to listen to his music every week uh, as long as Big Town is going. Uh, So I guess all there is left to say is, well, from Big Town to your town, 
Bye. Ooh, it's nice just hearing my voice loud and clear saying bye like that. Maybe I could do this whole thing without Jesse. Yeah, just one guy <laughs> improvising alone. That's going to be real good to listen to.